Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. The first thing I wanted to talk about was this uh, white-collar crime. And should people who commit white-collar crime face jail time? Now, I've had this conversation before with people, both on radio, by the way, and off radio as well. And the reason I'm asking you, obviously, is, is following the Davy scandal that broke last week and the central bank levied a fine of $4.1 million against Davy after a probe found four breaches of market rules by the company between 2014 and 2016 in relation to a bond transaction. The case involves the sale of bonds in the then defunct Anglo-Irish Bank uh, back in 2014 when an investor buys a bond in a company. They're effectively lending to that company, uh, to put it in plain English, suppose, and are paid an interest on the loan. The broker was approached by a client, a Northern Ireland property developer, Patrick Kearney, to sell uh, these on his behalf. But rather than sell them into the market, the firm put together a consortium, uh, the O'Connell Partnership, compromising of 16 Davy staff members to acquire the bonds. Um, in effect, the senior staff at the broker sold the bonds to themselves and did so without actually notifying the compliance function in Davy, something which is not allowed in stockbroking under the EU rules. So they broke the rules. Now, I don't want to go into the specifics of this particular case because nobody's been charged, nobody will be held accountable at the moment, or maybe they will be in the future, I don't know. But let's leave that to the law and let's leave that to the justice system. But it does bring up the question about should people who commit white-collar crime, if indeed crimes are committed, be held criminally accountable? You know the crimes I'm talking about. Fraud, not paying debts, not paying bills, um, paying fines, these kind of crimes. Yes, you've broken the law, but you are not physically a threat to anyone in society. There are currently currently 3,000... 729 people in prison custody in Ireland and it costs an average of €70,000 to keep somebody in prison for one year or a little bit over that depending on which jail they're in. Now we hear time and time again that our prisons are under a huge amount of pressure. We see people who are involved in violent crime constantly getting suspended sentences with you know a litany of previous convictions because we've nowhere to put them because the prison is full and we don't put that many people in jail. So if we didn't put the people who committed non-violent crimes in jail, well, then we'd have more space for the real scumbags. I'm not suggesting they're not all scumbags. Of course they are. I'm not defining those who commit, you know, Jonner, for example, and Tala, who beats somebody up, is equally as bad as Tarquin from Dawkey, who works in a bank and is, you know, absconded with a few million. So they're, they're both equally as bad because there are victims to all those crimes. Obviously to Jonner's crime... And there's a victim as well, a physical victim. And to Tarquin's crime, there are financial victims, people who can lose their homes, etc., etc. So there are victims to all crimes. But there's a difference. There is a difference. And I think you would agree with me that one is more a physical danger than the other. So would community service not be more beneficial as a punishment or making them work for the state for a period of time for free? Then again, maybe you feel jail is the only way to deal with Lawbreakers. Take, for example, the businessmen and bankers that many people held accountable for the Celtic Tiger collapse. Anglo-Irish Bank uh, CEO David Drum was given a six-year sentence for his role, released recently, in the bank fraud scheme in 2008. Judge Martin Nolan said that the former Anglo-Irish Bank executive John Bow, uh, Willie McAteer and the former chi- uh, group chief executive of ILP, Dennis Casey, took part in a scheme that was deceitful, dishonest and corrupt. And the three were also sentenced to serve jail time. In 2014, 
uh, at the time and I, I was I objected to it at the time when we were talking about it Ivor Callally also got a jail sentence of six months charged in connection with alleged fraud and theft offences and this is in, regarding a mobile phone that he claimed allowances or whatever it was expenses for a mobile phone false using false invoices a lot of people at the time of the Anglo-Irish Bank scandal believed they deserved to rot in jail for the pain and the anguish they caused millions of people who saw their businesses collapse their homes repossessed and their lives destroyed they weren't solely responsible, by the way, for the collapse of the country, but they were part of it. Um, Ivor Callally, a lot of people believed at the time he was a scapegoat for Fianna Fáil because Fianna Fáil wanted to f- deflect against their failings at the time. And it was good to see a, you know, a politician going to jail. Everybody got their pound of flesh and Ivor Callally was the scapegoat. I mean, but should white-collar cr- criminals face jail time? Or do you believe there's a better way of dealing with it? If you don't pay your television licence, should you go to jail? I don't believe you should. Of course not. Absolutely not. Why would you go to jail for not paying a television license? I mean, there's other ways you could punish somebody. You could double the fine. You know, you could take it from their social welfare, take it from their wages, take it from their whatever is their bank account. There's other ways to deal with those things. Give them community service. I don't know. But you don't put somebody in jail for not paying a bill. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Should people go to jail for white-collar crime? In other words, a, a crime which is not an offence to another person. In other words, a physical offence to another person. Non-violent crimes. Donald, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Donald? How you doing, Niall? You well? Donald, I, I know it's a difficult one because I don't want to, for one minute, for people to think that I'm, you know, letting them off the hook. Certainly mm-hmm. not, right? Anybody who commits a crime should face the law. That's the way it works. That's why we have laws. But, I mean... Putting somebody in jail, say, for swindling a million quid versus putting somebody in jail for beating up an old lady. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's what I'm looking well, at. You see, now, you did say something there which was interesting. There's no such thing as a victimless crime. No, there isn't. And when you say these people haven't killed anyone or beat up anyone, how many people are lying in the ground today because of the antics of Anglo-Irish Bank and so forth? And because of suicide or to debts and everything else like that. So, this is a, what I would say. You're probably right. People shouldn't go into jail for, you're saying, the television license or if they swindle a few thousand from their, their job or something like that. Maybe so. But everybody should receive the same amount of justice and have access to the same amount of justice, which is not happening. Like. Well, what, well, it, well, then it comes down to a question. What's the purpose of prison? In your mind, what's the purpose? <laughs> Is it is it punishment? Is it retribution? Is it rehabilitation? What well, I mean, what's it, what's prison about? Well, it should be rehabilitation. Donald, you're breaking up there. You've just gone down the gold mine. Okay, I've lost you completely now. Donald, you there? Hello, Earth calling Donald. Okay, he's gone. <laughs> I'll have to get him back. I'll try and get him back because I, I know he had a lot to say. Okay, let me just go to Pat. Pat, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Pat? How are you doing? How's it going? Yeah, you just can't get a more good mobile phone these days. Oh, what can I say? Yeah. Pat, I mean, yeah. I mean, there, there is a vast difference between somebody who beats somebody up or rapes somebody or murders somebody to somebody who swindles a million quid. Now, don't get me wrong, they're both crimes. That's but the way we deal with that... Criminal intent is there, like, you know. I mean, look, you say, as you said, there is no such thing as victimless crime. You look at what's going on even at the moment. You look at the whole thing with Nama. You look at the, the way... People who basically got hundreds of millions written off in debt were able to go back to one of the proxy companies and buy, buy back the same properties and they're now redeveloping them. Mm-hmm. 
That's our money. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. That's money that could go towards hospitals. It could go towards, you know, homeless. It could go to building houses. It could be maintaining roads, everything. And it's been, it's just people just making it. They're taking it. They're taking it from us, from you, from me, taxpayers. And if somebody, if there was a criminal intent in that, or if somebody could prove a crime had taken place, they should go to court, absolutely. Uh, well, well, hang on, okay, let, me, let, me, let me go to the, 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 the purpose of this. So you go to court, you're found guilty of a crime. By the way, fraud is a much more difficult crime to prosecute because you have to prove criminal intent, right? That was the problem with Anglo-Irish at the time, right? And that's why there was always a fear that nobody would go to jail because you had to prove that they criminally, they, they knew what they were doing and that it was a crime, right? But anyway, so you prove it, you say, right, you swindled a million quid, but here's the choice. Do we put them in jail or do you put them, do you give them, say, community service where they have to work for the state and pay back their debt to society? Because putting them in jail is only costing us more money. It has to be a viable deterrent, let's put it that way. Well, there is a viable, but there is a viable deterrent. Community service. What about, I mean, what about the assets they've accumulated? These people are allowed to Oh, they should be stripped of them. But they don't. You see, they're so cute. They put them offside. They're all offshore or whatever. It's gone. As I say, you look at the amount of people now. If you... You look at the amount of people who have basically swindled the country, this country, from, for hundreds of millions. And mm. now they're all, their names are up on billboards around the city at the moment. Building. Well, some, <laughs> some of them, by the way, I'm not going to get into names, but some of them even no. get re-elected. Yeah. <laughs> look, <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't time, make that look, up. Every time, every time, uh, uh, whatever, uh, uh, some politician takes a brown envelope, that's money added on to the price of a house somewhere or something. You know what I mean? A service yeah. somewhere. I'm, by the way, I, Pat, I am not, I'm not for one minute negating, you know, how important that is as part as part of society and the damage that can have on other people's lives. But what I'm saying is, the end result is that we put people in jail and we give them community service. You know, if, if Mikko, who hit somebody with a hammer across the head, commits a crime, he should be in jail. We need to keep people away from him. He's dangerous. Do you know the funny thing, though? You know a murder, they reckon everybody has a murder in them. Right? And Do you think so? Do you think so? Uh, so yeah, and, but they also reckon that somebody that murders somebody, that there's very little chance of them doing it again. It's normally done for a reason, and that reason is gone. Do you understand? Mm. So if you use that line of logic... Could you, could you murder somebody? I couldn't. Oh, easy. <laughs> no, <laughs> the, no way, well, the way I'm feeling this morning, is that what you're thinking? It would get away with not uh, bothering me. Second now. Could, no, could you, honestly, Pat, could you murder somebody? No, but genuinely, nah. No, no I, I couldn't. I wouldn't have it in me to kill another human being. I haven't been in a fight since I was 13. Please, we're having fierce problems with phone lines this morning. I swear to God, what the hell is going on with people's phones today? Sorry, Pat. Is mine okay? It's just very noisy. So, so the the end result is, I mean, surely there would be good punishment to you know commit somebody to community service for say, uh, oh say say a million quid swindle, give them three years community service, whereby if they happen to be a banker, they're good with money. Let's get them working for the state for three years. Look, Noel, in all fairness, you look at the Louis. There was a I won't mention his name. You mentioned the Anglo Irish debacle there a while ago. Yeah, I tell you, Fingleton, for instance. I will mention the name. Look at how, how, the lifestyle he has now at the moment. Mm. Look at the lifestyle he has. The big house. He did the new house. And he's, you know what I mean? He's travelling all over the world. Right? To be honest with you, I, I was driving down there. Where was it I was driving? I think it was across Pearson one of the days. And he, was, he actually crossed the road. We slowed on to let him, let him cross the road. I was only out. I said I could have ran there. No. Okay. But, but in saying that, we talked about, you know, John Bow and Willie McAteer and... Um, uh, those others. The judge, by the way, described as deceitful, dishonest, and corrupt. Now they did go to jail. Yeah, 
not. But they're out to do the same again, though. No, but you can't keep people in jail forever either, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, they have to. there has to be a proper deterrent. Whatever not going to prison, all their assets should be stripped. I, I wouldn't disagree with that, and that's the purpose of CAB, by the way, to make sure that anything that they got from ill-gotten gains should be taken from them. I'm sorry, Pat, your line is very noisy as well. I'm having a bad morning when it comes to phone lines this morning. John, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? John, not too bad, darling, yourself. Good. John, I mean, should we have a different way of dealing with white-collar crime when it comes to punishment than uh, violent well, crime? So, if you want to put any of off into jail for a small crime, like, what's wrong with the big guys? Yeah. You know, like, Johnny, where I can put my taxes, maybe I wasn't at home when the inspector called. But as far as I know, I've had my TV license up to date. I've had an inspe- no inspector come to my door, but I've had police guardie come to my door. For what? Someone saying I have to go to jail for a couple of hours because of a no TV license, despite the fact that I had a TV license. And twice this happened. And the second time it happened to me, the picture on my TR sheet when you get released from the prison. Okay, no, 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 rewind. You got a little bit too fast from there. So you had a television license. Yeah. And the police called to your door. Said that there was a warrant there that I had to go into. Because you had no television license. For fine, for no television license, and that I had to go in, uh, go into jail, be brought into a holding cell, kept there for seven hours, then released. You get a TR sheet. The first TR sheet didn't have no picture on it. So a couple of months passed, and I got another visit from the Gardies, and the same thing. So okay, but, they, but what I'm thinking of here, if, if what you're telling me is accurate, and I can only take your word for it, okay. Yeah, yeah. No okay, worries. okay. And if you had a television license, now, did you not have a television license at the time you were supposed to have it, i.e., did you get a reminder and then a summons to go to court and not appear in court? No, I actually had it up to date. Okay, now, when I'm a, no, no, go back to what I'm asking you. Forget about your television license for a moment. Did you get yeah. a summons to go to court? Yeah. And did you go to court? Uh, no. Well, see, well, there's the problem. You're not being jailed for not having no, the television no, license. No, You're no, being no, jailed no, for contempt of court for not turning up in court. My apologies. I, I didn't hear you correctly there. No, I did not get a summons to court. So you got no summons? No. None at all. And you, and all, have you had the television license all through this? Yes. The whole well, well I can tell you, but hang on, with the greatest respect, John, if that's true, and I'm not disbelieving you in any shape or form, no, I, I would get on to a solicitor and I would sue the state because you shouldn't have been said brought to jail. Tr- I actually tried that. I went to a, I went you to didn't go to a good solicitor then if and, that wasn't uh, the case. No, apparently not. He but but that's that false arrest. Okay, yeah, if the guardy arrested you and put you in jail and all the while you've had a television license and it was for not having a television license, that's false arrest. And you know, the funny thing about it, Lyle, <laughs> the second time I went in, went in there... I Why did you go in for the second time? Me. What was that uh, for? for? For a television license again. But the, but the funny thing was, I thought you didn't go into the actual jail, jail. You go inside the gate and there's a hole in cell and you're still... Yeah, I mean, uh, no, I know. Hours, they, don't, they don't really actually put you in jail. They just bring yeah. you to the jail. It's, it's a huge waste of money because they bring you to the jail, two guards in a car or whatever. It's a waste of manpower. It's a waste of... It's a nonsense, right? But either way, I, I find it difficult to believe you were brought to jail twice for not having a television license when you're telling no, me you've always had a television license. I that doesn't make any sense to me. I'll tell you a better one. I, well, I, you couldn't tell me a better one than that, but go on. Listen, the first time I got released, right, when you get out of the, the hall in Thailand, and send yeah. you home, you get, you get a TR sheet. Right, temporary right, release, yeah. And whatever. So there was no picture on the first TR sheet I got. And when I went back in the second time and I got released, I got handed a TR sheet with, with my name, my date of birth, my address. All my details were perfect on it. But the picture on the sheet wasn't me. It, it was, was somebody else. Different. 
different lad, and I still have the two Kiyoshi there away. Do you know? Do you know who it was? Do you, does no, it, I have absolutely no idea who that was. Re- do you recognise him? And can I ask you, if it's not a personal question, John, have you ever been in trouble with the law before? No, not major. Have you never no, nothing major? Stupid right. things from being a teenager. But oh right, okay, nothing serious. serious. Yeah, okay, just public order stuff. Yeah. Stupid things like well, they're not stupid in fairness, a public order, but but anyway, either way. But John, I I find this an incredible story. You know that you had a television license. So did you ever get? Did your license ever expire? No, it never. Well, it obviously goes out. Like, but I've always been on top of this. Yeah, you've always renewed it on time. Yeah, because I can tell you now, I've never renewed mine on time. No, <laughs> I, I, because I, I just, forget, I'm just forget about it, and then what happens is I get a bill with a final reminder, and I go, oh, jeez, I better pay that. The yeah. last, the last time I had a chap call to me door, you better get your television license. <laughs> <laughs> you think I know better, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but in saying that, I, you know, I, you get like the, with the television license, you get a letter saying, please pay your television license. Three yeah. months later, you get another letter saying, please, please pay your television license. Then you will get a final warning. If you don't pay it on the final warning, you get a fine of up to a thousand euro in court. They will send you at a summons to go to court. If you don't pay that, then you go to jail. So there's a lot of steps between yeah. not paying. So I don't know how you avoided all those steps. I mean, you were just <laughs> taken straight to just like Monopoly, go straight to jail. You were taken yeah. straight to jail. Now, and I tell you now, if there's any solicitor in the country who's listening, I'm sure he's laughing. If you went to a solicitor and he told you there's nothing he can do, if, if your story is as you're telling me and you were taken to jail and you've always had a television license, I would be suing the state. You were brought to jail for no reason. Yeah. Treated like a common criminal. Definitely. Like, oh, yeah. It's a joke. Like. Oh, well, it is. If it's true, it's a joke. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> but, I mean, but do you believe that, say... You know, some lad who works in a bank who swindles a few million quid. Should he go to jail? Of course. At the end of the day, like, I know, fair enough, if there's money gone out of a bank, but at the end of the day, he's done something wrong. He has to pay for his crime, like. Yeah, but would it be better to have him doing community service? Because, let's be clear about it, he's not going to go and beat somebody up, most likely. He's not that type of person. As long as he feels the wrath of the law, you know. Yeah, so should he get community service? Maybe instead of getting two-year jail, two years community service? Well, he should get the community service, but the two years should still be left hanging over him, you know. I oh, know yeah, well, no, a criminal offence, a criminal offence. I know that he's not going to call the crime again, like, but, you know, he should still have to, whatever human gets that's lower down on the scale than him, like, you know, he has yeah. to treat it the same, you know. Yeah. I mean, somebody, by the way, just said here, um, something similar, I think it might have happened to them. They said, all you do is show the guards the, the, the television licence. Did you show the guard the television licence when they arrested Yeah, I told them that's that there. And they said, no, but you still have to come with us. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should have asked is there a television in my cell <laughs> so that must have been I'm sorry for laughing but it must have no, been a terrible right, experience yeah do you know I didn't know what way to put it like I was kind of shocked at the same time I was like but sure no one ever came to my door maybe he came when I was out but at the end of the day he can't presume that I don't have a license because I yeah but even if the chap off. calls to your door the license inspector guy they still, you still don't go to jail straight away. You'll get another letter, which is a summons to go to court. And when yeah. you when you go to court, you will either get a fine or be told to pay the, the thing and you have to pay it. If you don't pay it, you can be sent to jail. Because that's... The reason you're sent to jail, by the way, in this country for not paying a television license is not for not paying your television license. It's for disobeying the orders of the court. Right. Yeah, that the crime in itself... Not paying your television license is a civil matter. But when you're taken to court... 
then you're being ordered by the court to pay a fine. And if you're not paying that fine, you're disobeying the order of a court. So that's why you're taken to jail. Right. Yeah, yeah. So if you, all I can think of, John, is somehow or another, you didn't get a letter to go to court when you should have, and you probably could have gone to court and said, "Judge, here's my license, load of shite," and the judge would have said, "Grand strike out," but you didn't get that opportunity, so the judge put a bench warrant out on you. Yeah. Well, you need to find, you need to look into it, John. Thanks very much, John. Sorry to hear about that. You need to look into that, and that was me, and I was arrested twice and put in jail for not paying a television license that I actually had. I can tell you now, I'd be getting a few grand out of the state for that one for upsetting me. Uh, didn't some banker uh, get because they didn't know it was illegal? But the rest of us, ignorance is no defence, says Joe Gadar. Joe, I don't make that doesn't make much sense to me. Hmm. Somebody else says, no, uh, same thing happened to me. Uh, guards called to my door to take me away for not paying a television licence. Uh, I did show them the licence and they went away again and I never heard any more about it. Uh, no way, somebody says. Jail, I have a criminal record for not paying a fine for leaving cardboard at a recycling centre. Went to jail for an hour. Absolute joke. Why did you do that, by the way? Leave cardboard at the recycling centre. Okay, we'll, 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 oh, cardboard at a recycling centre. Oh, right. Well, then you should have been able to do that, shouldn't you? Okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 87 188 Do you believe the people who commit white-collar crime? Now, I'm talking about big deal crime. I'm not talking about... Let's just focus, take the focus away from television licences. Do you believe they should go to jail? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody just texted in, he's a solicitor. He said, that story just doesn't add up. And you go to jail for not paying the fine. The fine is pay X within a certain time or do a certain amount of days. That's what I said. Disobeying the order of the court that you were taken to court. The judge would say, why did you pay a television license? I haven't got some money, Your Honour. I don't care. That's a 500 euro fine. You have how many days to pay? Are you working at the moment, sir? No, I'm not. 60 days to pay or eight days in default, that means eight days you go to jail, right? But you don't never go to jail for eight days. And that means that'll give you 60 days to pay the fine. So I don't understand how you would end up in that situation. Uh, a banker has never gone to jail in this country. I think you're wrong, by the way. If you read the news, you'll find out that they did actually go to jail. They probably The amount that probably should have gone to jail didn't. But uh, many bankers or executives of banks did go to jail over the last 10 years. Anyway, uh, let me get back to this story. Yeah, white-collar crime in general. Should anybody who commits white-collar crime as opposed to those who commit violent crime uh, or against a, a crime against a person, so to speak, should they go to jail? Now, there's nobody suggesting for a minute, as somebody says, no, uh, typical media trying to promote white-collar crime. Not at all. White-collar crime is wrong and they should go to court and they should be found guilty if indeed they're guilty like anybody else and they should be punished. But is jail the right answer? What is the purpose of jail? To rehabilitate people, they probably don't need to be rehabilitated. They knew what they were doing. They were trying to make a quick book. So maybe we could get some other use out of them. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Andy, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Andy? Niall, uh, Happy New Year. My, my first time to speak to you this year. How happy you, how New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, Andy. <laughs> your, your show is getting popular and popular. Um, just on the, on, on the white crime thing, um, definitely, I, I think... Uh, they should be put to better use. Uh, why is the, what's the point in locking them up? I'm sure there's many, many charities that love to have some guy that's an accountant to having a look at their books and maybe yes. saving them more money. And um, uh, as regards uh, the, the TV license thing now, now um, usually if you, if you have to go to court for TV license, you usually get a registered letter. Now, right? Oh, you will. You get a summons. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you don't sign for that uh, let, letter, that goes back to the court and it says someone's not served. So uh, they can't bring you to court, right? Mm-hmm. Now, 
you, you were saying about the TV license guy coming and asking you, um, as I always say, um, silence does a lot of things. Because if you go to court, you uh, or if you have brought to court, the first thing you can ask for is a Gary Dialard or before the court, uh, email the clerk of the court and said you, you're requesting a Gary Dial order. You're uh, requesting a what? A Gary Dial order? Gary Dial order. In what? other words, you're, you're requesting what what uh, proof, what what charge have been laid again, you know, what proof that they have. Right, right okay. okay. Right, say, say you, 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 were, you were bringing me to court because I had no TV licence, right? Yeah, okay. And I request a Gary Dial order and I ask, says, uh, um, uh, have you got a TV? No. And then I said, can you give me the make, model, size and serial number of that TV that you allegedly said that I have? Oh, right. Now, you you will not have that. Because we all have rights. If it was, yeah, but I know I agree with you. But if it was that easy to get away with, why isn't everyone just asking for the Gary Doyle order? Oh, well, some people are. We're, 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 I'm educating a lot of people on what the oh, rights are. Oh, right, okay. No, oh, I, but I, I don't want to be giving out bad advice to people. I would check with no, your own sister people, first before you, no, only, before you ask for Gary Doyle order. It's only for people who have no TVs, like, you know what right, I mean? Well, yeah, so those, well, I mean, at the moment, currently, if you don't have a television apparatus or a radio apparatus in your house, um, you know, you, you probably don't have to pay a television license when the new broadcasting charge comes in, but that will change because that's going yeah. to be all encompassing, isn't it? It, ha- it? Yeah, but it hasn't been it hasn't been brought in. We no, not yet. No, been kicked down the road anywhere, Niall. You know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you know yeah. that. Like, but no, people have rights, and the, the, the guy that's coming to say he's a, a TV inspector, he hasn't any special power than any ordinary citizen. Ah, but do you remember in. years ago we used to think the television license van had a radar on the top ah, of it? Stop, do you remember? Stop, do you remember right. the ads with the radar on yeah, the top of it? Yeah. It, there was no such thing, right? No, <laughs> it, thing, no. no it, it was, was all a, it was all a bluff. It was a gimmick. But no, it's some lad at, looking in your window to see if yeah. you've got a telly. No, well, uh, if some lad's looking into your window, if he's gazing at your kids, um, uh, there would be, um, I'm sure uh, a lot of people would regard them as a peeping Tom. Yeah, and, uh, I, I had a fella look in my window years ago, and he told me he was a television license inspector. He'd been looking in my window to see me telly. Like oh no 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 that yeah. that's that's that no 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 no. Well if someone comes to your door knocks on the door and says uh are, the first thing you you should ask, uh, he are you the homeowner or are you Nile Bylan? Yeah. Your your reply should be, Sorry, who are you? Because you're not obliged to actually answer any questions from any stranger. He's no extra power to demand to see anything. He cannot go into your house unless invited. And, and uh, a search war the, 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 a search warrant, there's a threat of a search warrant if you don't pay up. But to have, I never tell of a TV license man getting a search warrant. The only one that can get them is a, is a, is a, is a guardian, oh. usually in search of a criminal. Uh, going yeah, well, the, I mean, if a solicitor just texted me in and he said, a Gary Doyle order is just an order for the prosecution to provide disclosure. Uh, a solicitor yes. will always apply for it and get it. Yes, so if you've said nothing, so and you've admitted nothing, so it's up to them to produce the proof. And I, I'm assuming, no yeah, but I'm assuming there's a level of common decency when somebody, when a television license inspector calls your door and says, uh, "How you doing, television license inspector? Listen, no, you're no, not." No. Yeah, but he nobody won't even say your name. He just assumes you're the homeowner. He'd probably just say, "Listen, your license is out of date or whatever." No, yeah, you're no, sort no, no TV. Sorry, I've no TV, no license. And I slammed the door in his face. Ah, uh, that's not yeah, but that, <laughs> Andy, that's not nice. No, listen, no, no. The problem is now these guys are on a commission, right? Yeah, I know. But you wouldn't slam the door in his face. <laughs> as much as you might want to. You don't have to open your door. He's only doing and a job. He's on a commission, so the more the, the, the more people he gets to uh, in fear to, to buy a license in case they brought the court. Yeah, but is, I, I've had him called to my door. Yeah, but you because I just to forgot to pay it, right? And he was yeah. actually very pleasant. He was a nice chap. 
he was trying to get around you, Niall, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> he knew who I was. He says, yeah, I listen to your show all the time, Niall. He said, you wouldn't just pay that out licence, would you? No, well, I... I oh, but wait, wait, Andy, we're going off on a tangent. Forget about Gary Doyle orders and television licences. If I am a banker and I, I swindle a few million, right, yeah. you know, in a backhanded way and I get caught... Should I yeah. go to jail for five no. years or should I get community service for five years? You should get community service 40 hours a week. Uh, I was going to say looking after our credit union, but he might swindle more money out of that. But uh, definitely don't uh, work for charities and... Uh, yeah, good uh, idea. Good I like that. that like, you know, I'm, I'm, li- I'm liking that idea, Andy. Work for a charity. That's good. Yeah. By the way, Andy, because you never asked me today, so I'm going to ask you... How, uh, well, hang on. How are you today, Andy? Niall, um, I'm a real... Uh, I, I used to be an angry young man. Now I'm a real angry old man. Oh, right. So we're, we're trying to get a road fixed up down here. And uh, the, the hassle... Uh, I discovered that uh, since the time it was built, it hasn't been upgraded in 50 years. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't surprise you. Andy, have a lovely day. All right. Right, let me go to Mark. Mark, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Mark? All good, Niall, yourself? Good. You having a good day? Oh, flying it, thank God. Yeah, could be better, I suppose. Mark, now oh, you, yeah. you have a criminal record. What have you got a criminal record for? I left a cardboard box at a recycle centre in Limerick there back in 2008. No, we had no work with the bankers around the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no work whatsoever. But I got a fine in the door anyway, a week before Christmas. So I went up to the court. So I had to get a solicitor as well, more money. So I just said, they got my solicitor to say to the judge, listen, this man, he says, every week he went to the recycle centre. I had my one-year-old son with me at the time. And that just there, I forgot to bring the cab, take the cab box away with me. Right. So the judge, let this be a lesson to me. He says, 400 euros. At Christmas week now, like, and I had a certain amount of time. I know, to and, and money was short, absolutely, yeah. No money at all, at all. But taken away anyway, up to Limerick Prison a couple of months later, for an hour, that was grinding, so I've forgotten the most. A couple of years later, got a grand job in Shannon, Shannon Airport. I thought it was all excellent job. Man, ran a check. I had a criminal record for it. Oh, no. Can't, couldn't get the job. Ah, oh, that's all terrible. All for a cardboard box. All for a cardboard box. Yeah. Oh, Never yeah. go up. Uh, and, you know, for a genuine mistake. You know, a genuine mistake. Oh, genuine, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and if you had had the money, you would have paid the fine too, probably, as well. Oh, definitely, definitely. I yeah. even offered them at the time, I say, can I do community service? Or can I pay it weekly? No, no, we want 400 euros. That's it. Now, you think, see, you think, you think the judge in these cases would have, give a little bit of a leeway and common sense? You know what That's I mean? Common sense in this country? Jesus. <laughs> but isn't it terrible? Huh? It's shocking that you have a criminal offence. What was the charge? Fly tipping or something? What was the charge? Uh, yeah, uh, rubbish. Oh, rubbish in or something like that. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, okay. it was, it was a cardboard box of Budweiser. Like, that was it. Like, I oh, take right all up. the bottles out of the cardboard box and put them into the and you left the cardboard, cardboard box, box there yeah yeah I'm sure I've done, I, by the way I'm sure I've done worse in my time I'm sure I've done worse oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, by accident now not intentionally obviously but yeah, yeah 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 I had I'm my sure. son with me you see now and he was screaming his head off to say yeah man, distracted really yeah, yeah 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 get you and I, I get just jumped into the car pointing down and forgot about the cardboard box sorry to hear that sorry to hear that and that's ridiculous I agree with you that's ridiculous it is ridiculous yeah yeah absolutely and Come by the way, in relation, in relation to, you know, white-collar crime, which essentially is what you did, by the way, was white-collar crime. There was no, vic- no you know, physical victim. Yeah. I mean, do you believe that people should go to jail at all for that, those kind of crimes? I think for a certain amount, like, you know, like you're talking about there, millions of stuff like that. People should go to the jail for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and so it depends on how much money it is, really. Yeah, it depends on, like, you know, like you say, the fellas people could lose their mortgages and stuff like that like, yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. of this banker fella. I think they should go to jail. 
But the likes of television licenses and fines like that, they're just a waste of time. Right, okay. Pulling up the guards' time, the wasting up the prison time is just a joke, really. All right, well, listen, thanks for that. Appreciate it, Mark. Somebody says, what about the man who broke Bering's bank? Now, yeah, I'm looking here. He moved, I'm looking here, he moved to Galway after marrying um, a beautician in 2003, working as a commercial manager for Galway United Football Club, not Dundalk, as you mentioned, by the way, Galway United Football Club, and as a debt counsellor rooted in the community. Um, he also feels uh, welcome despite the occasional taunts, and some people say, oh, that's the guy that broke the bank. Yeah. It is the guy that broke the bank. He's he's living in Ireland. By the way, he, you know, he, he was punished for his crime. You know, he did it, you know. All right. Um, now, I don't want to go to Jimmy. Is it Jimmy? You're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Jimmy? Hello. Jimmy, you believe there should be mandatory sentencing for anybody. It doesn't matter if it's a white-collar crime or if it's a crime against another person or a violent crime. It doesn't matter. Mandatory. Well, not mandatory now for leaving a cardboard box in a recycling centre. Yeah, that's a bit stupid, wasn't it? That's a bit, now. I think, personally, they're going to introduce drug testing for Gardaí and I hope it's going to be for people, anybody sitting on a jury should be drug tested. Anybody sitting, these barristers and solicitors representing in court should be drug tested and they're going to bring it in mandatory for a Gardaí in, I think, September in this country. Well, I didn't, it been I didn't hear about that. It is on it, yes. Oh, this is random, like, random drug testing. Random, yeah, random well, they, drug testing. There is occupations they do that for, like an uh, airline pilot and stuff like that. Yeah. People who have a huge responsibility, I suppose. Well, I think that a lot of these people, when you see the results, it's like you look at the tribunals from the 1980s and the 90s, from the, the beef and the cost of those to the state, nothing was learned from that because then they went on to the banking scandals in the 2000s. If they had to introduce after these beef tribunals and whatever else the time Liam Lawler was let loose and these people if there had to be some lessons learned from that we might have yeah but, see, had, yeah, had, but the problem the problem with it Jimmy is and I remember listening to David McWilliams talking about this going back about 10 years ago it's easy enough to say that somebody's done something wrong but to prove it and to prove there was a criminal intent that's that's the difficult part. This and you know taking somebody to court costs a lot of money for the state to take people to court. I mean, you could have a two or three week trial, but in saying that, you might never prove criminal intent. You'd prove they took the money, but you or, or gambled the money on stocks or bonds. But they might say, well, they thought it was in the best interest of the bank. You know what I mean? Or, so it's very difficult sometimes to prove criminal intent. Well, it's very easy to prove it when it comes to somebody getting social welfare. It's very easy to prove it against them because they're just automatically cut off. And that's it. Yeah, just to clarify what you said earlier on, I'm just reading the story here. Garda management have decided to introduce mandatory drug testing for all Garda members and staff, according to the journal.ie, by the way. Under Garda plans, the drug testing will be brought in in the third quarter of the year. But yeah. Niall, mm. just, just to go back, you said there's no evidence and there's no, there's no evidence about any of this. Well, there is No, evidence. no, no, not evidence. No, you no, have no, to no, prove no, criminal intent. Finish. Criminal intent. Well, those people, let's just go back to the Morris, the, the Garda McCabe, and I don't want to bore you with this. But there was enough evidence that that man was got, got I don't know many millions in compensation he got. But there was evidence there to pay him that, that he was wrong. Who went to prison for that? What was their intention when they accused that man in the band around the wrong of being a paedophile and abusing his own children? What was the intention behind? To silence him. 
That no, was the intention. We know no, that. No, I believe. I believe, like many people would believe, there was there was a more darker thing about that. It's putting out that room, but that would drive anybody over the edge. Was that what it was designed to do? Well, that's what it was designed to do—to put pressure on the man to keep him quiet. I mean, everybody knows that at this stage. That was the whole intention. And in fairness to him, he didn't. And you know, and he is—he became essentially a hero because he was the man who outed uh, all that jiggery pokery and nonsense that was going on within the force. And it's changed the force. I hope for the better. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.